Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everyone. My name is Dr. Sunil Pai. Thank you for joining us. We have a wonderful show today. Anybody that has plays sports, that watches sports, that has a family member or a child that plays sports, this is a show for you. You don't want to miss out because we're going to be talking to Riley Cote, a former NHL player here, hockey player, world famous. Uh, and we're going to talk about CBD, which is a very, very important topic of the day. Uh, but first, I want to just invite all the listeners to remember to come and look at Sangevity.net and join us at the Food is Medicine retreat here in Curacao coming up August 5th through 11th. It's going to be an all-inclusive, wonderful health vacation with the leaders and experts in the field, myself, Maureen, and Robert Scott Bell is going to be one of the presenters. Uh, we're going to have plant-based diet, organic foods. We're going to talk about uh, recipes, Ayurvedic medicine, nutraceuticals, uh, stress reduction, how to make quick foods at home, all the wonderful anti-inflammatory healing properties of foods and information, as well as a little bit of R&R on the wonderful Wellness Island. If you don't know what Curacao is or where Curacao is, please go back to the archive and listen to, we have a full episode, Curacao, the Wellness Island. So today... It's a great show because we have uh, Riley Cote. And Maureen, can you give a little introduction to our special guest today? Sure, I'd love to do that. Riley Cote is a former professional left winger in the National Hockey League. He spent four seasons with the Philadelphia Flyers, where he was well known for his role as an enforcer. Upon retiring from the NHL, Cote founded the Hemp Heels Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting hemp as a viable renewable resource that can help increase the quality of lives for all. Cote sits on the Pennsylvania Hemp Industries Council Board. As a co-founder of Athletes for Care and as one of his NHL League ambassadors, Cote continues to pursue his passion to help athletes discover safe, non-toxic ways to find relief, manage pain, and achieve a better understanding of self-healing. Welcome, Riley. How are you doing today? Doing well, thanks. Thanks for the nice intro. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself, how you became a hockey player. I know you're from Canada, so tell us a little bit about growing up, and you know, it's not that many people get to play in a professional league. This is kind of the dream of a, probably every a boy and girl who plays sports, is to be actually on the ice or on the field or on the court. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you, you got to where you're at. Sure. Yeah, I was uh, certainly blessed to have uh, lived my childhood dream of playing in the NHL. But, uh, you know, like any childhood, uh, any child in the middle of Canada or Canada abroad, everyone wants to play hockey. Everyone wants to play in the NHL. It's just kind of ingrained in the culture. Um, so starting from, you know, four years old, five years old, you're playing organized hockey, pond hockey, uh, hockey outdoors, doesn't matter where, where you can get the repetitions in on the street. Um, everyone's playing hockey, so it's just kind of ingrained in the culture of, uh, of kids in, in Canada from, from the start. Um, again, growing up in Winnipeg, uh, I played all my youth hockey there and just uh, was able to move up the ranks, eventually moved away to, to junior hockey when I was 16 years old. Uh, I was never drafted. 
um, you know, obviously loved the game, wanted to continue to, 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 to reach my goal. And eventually I found my, myself in the pro ranks in the lowest level of the pro ranks. And that was when I kind of decided to change my angle and my approach to hockey. And is when I took on, took on a different type of role within the hockey game, uh, more of a physical role and, uh, you know, engaged in some, fisticuffs over the years but uh you know certainly growing up as a you know in the middle of Canada playing hockey loving hockey I didn't expect to you know find my way the way I did but you know life is interesting that way and when you're when you're driven and you want something so bad you're, you're willing to do anything I think that's where you know my role change landed up uh, happening and you know thank god it did so after you, you you played for a while in the NHL in Canada and then you came to the United States and coached is that correct I actually played my, my NHL career was in it was in Philly. Uh, in, okay, in, uh, it's Philly. So I, uh, my whole career, my whole pro career, was actually uh, minus a couple months when I was in St. John's, Newfoundland, was in the U.S. So um, you know, the last 16 years I've been living here. I retired in 2010 from my playing days into I retired into the coaching ranks, and I was coaching the Flyers minor league team the last seven years. Wonderful. So yeah, so I you know I was able to stay in sports, stay. Um, you know, involved in an organization that believed in me, and obviously I, I was uh, loyal to them as well because they, you know, believed in me and gave me a chance to, to wear the orange and uh, orange and black. And uh, so for me, it was uh, a no-brainer and an opportunity to transition to something uh, outside of uh, playing, which was very demanding on my physical body and you know, on my emotional and spiritual well-being. Wonderful. And today, you know, our topic is unique because we're going to talk, we're talking about uh, cannabis or CBD from hemp, uh, two, two, two different sources. And, you know, being a professional athlete, this is coming into play uh, more recently as of January 1st of this year, the World Anti-Doping Association called WADA, which is the organization that looks at drugs, right, drug testing for Olympics and sports and athletes, uh, athletic fields. Um, they actually approved uh, the use of CBD, uh, the cannabidiols, particularly coming from hemp that doesn't have the THC component for use. And so I know that you're a, a big advocate uh, and user of both. And uh, tell us a little bit about how and when you were introduced uh, to cannabis or the use of CBD or the combination and what brought you to use that. Uh, because obviously back then, if you used it earlier, it wasn't as popular as it is today or actually made possibly even legal or, you know, many people were using it recreational and their professional uses. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, I got introduced at a young age, at the age of 15 in a very recreational setting. Um, there's okay. no question. It was uh, um, in, in, in the name of recreation um, at parties and whatnot. Um, it wasn't until I, you know, moved away from home to play junior hockey when I started consuming cannabis, uh, and I say resinous cannabis, you know, I don't like use the word marijuana, but I used to like, I like to use the word cannabis or resinous cannabis to understand that side of the plant when I'm, you know, talking about my cannabinoid use. Right. Um, I didn't really understand, you know, the, the, the therapeutic values of this until I started consuming cannabis by itself uh, without, you know, other recreational drugs like alcohol that really fog out the spirit of, uh, of cannabis. So um, once I turned pro, when I started engaging in a different role and fighting regularly, I was, you know, it was in a whole other um, league of inflammation, pain, and anxiety that I'd ever faced before. You know, now I was fighting guys on a regular basis of, you know, 230 to 260 pounds, six foot four, six foot six, six, all the way six foot eight type guys. So you can imagine the type of inflammation impact uh, um, and anxiety that would, you know, bring on to the average athlete, let alone, you know, a fighter within a sport. So, you know, that, that's when I really started understanding, you know, the, the therapeutic value and the healing properties, but quietly kept it to myself. There's always a group of us that, you know, would consume 
not knowing any science behind it. It was, you know, something that I just did because again, it was, it was you know, medicate that way or medicate with alcohol and, and, and other pharmaceuticals, which I did land up getting wrapped up into. Um, but thank God cannabis was there to kind of, uh, you know, bring me some you know, balance and ground me out a little bit where I was able to sleep at night and, uh, you know what I mean? And actually, you know, jumpstart the recovery process as good as I could, um, you know, with the, you know, the tools that I was using. So, you know, fast forward, you know, my, my eight years of professional hockey, spent four years with uh, the Flyers, um, I was able to live my childhood dream of playing the NHL. And, you know, again, I was fighting. I've been over 250 fights. So, um, so, so it's almost like I would say it's a ho- hockey and boxing together a little bit because it's, it's a rough sport. I know when I see yeah, hockey wasn't physically demanding a- a- as it was. I had another element of, you know, physicality in there. You know, I, I, I signed up for it, you know, as the nature of the beast. I knew what I was doing. Right. Uh, since I didn't know the long term uh, you know, repercussions of, you know, how I would feel in eight to 10 years. Um, you know, I, I realized that when I was 28, my physical body was breaking down, but I consumed cannabis the whole way through. It wasn't really until I got, uh, you know, find my way to the to the NHL and we started traveling via plane when I started, um, you know, being a little more cautious of my travel with cannabis. And that's when I would, you know, leave it behind and I would kind of, you know, resort to the status quo of uh, muscle relaxers, pain pills and sleeping pills. And right. that's, you know, I think that's when, you know, the beast started swallowing me up and, you know, my performance dropped. That was never the same. I was still using, you know, cannabis when I was back home and everything, but I think I got wrapped up in that, you know, substance abuse cycle of, you know, thinking that those pills are okay because they're legal and it's absolutely not the truth. I can attest to that from right. experience. And my, the, the long and short of it is my physical body broke down. Um, I had to make a decision. I retired at the age of 28. And that's when I really started understanding the nutritional profile of the hemp seed and started understanding different cannabinoids, mm-hmm. specifically CBD. And that's when I started getting into um, cannabinoids derived from industrial hemp plant, which is, you know, under different laws than medical recreational cannabis, depending on the state you're living in. So that's when I started understanding, you know, the, 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 the full plant, not just, uh, you know, the resinous or the medical side or the recreational right. side, understanding hemp as a nutritional, you know, food and a, and a resource as well as, again, the cannabinoids derived from, from hemp, which, you know, I consume daily still. And I, and I really attribute my mental health to these cannabinoids during my playing career as well as my post-career, you know, getting these cannabinoids in me and understanding the science behind the neuroprotective properties of these cannabinoids. And it really, um, now the science is really kind of justifying and, and, and backing up my belief system. So it's pretty refreshing, actually. And one of the things that we like to use in our clinic and what I use professionally is we use uh, uh, CBD from hemp so that we can avoid, you know, for certain patients, you know, we're in a state where we have medical cannabis for cancer patients and patients with chronic pain or other issues, which is very helpful. And I, I'm a specialist in that area as well. But, you know, in, in general, use for more of our wellness, for inflammation, for healing. We use, you know, a brand called Fiveita. You can go to fiveita.com and you actually can learn more, but Five Eta is now it's it's organic, it's full spectrum, it's clinical grade, and we use Five Eta because it's it's something that we have had really really good. Um, uh, clinical outcomes with, and we don't have to worry about other aspects of the THC and the controversy. It's really, really safe. It's really effective. And we'll have further shows and we'll talk about that. But if you go to 5 you can learn about the tinctures of CBD. Again, 100% free THC, full spectrum, organic, clinical grade, and more importantly, it has the terpene profile. Um, one of the things I want to just mention is real quick is that many people are afraid of cannabis and you know it, the, the, the dangers. And I want to just cite some data and statistics because when we look at tobacco use, like cigarette smoke, 480,000 people died last year smoking cigarettes. 
Okay. Alcohol, 88,000 people died of alcohol related deaths. Um, when we look at opioids, you know, and, you know, the opioid epidemic, 64,000 people died last year. And most of these opioids, uh, unfortunately, were prescribed and picked up, picked up by pharmacy uh, or dis- distributed by pharmacy. So people were taking this for a minor incident and the refills got in and drug companies were pushing it. Um, you know, gun-related deaths, 16,000 people died. And even car accidents, uh, 40,000 people. And, you know, when we look at cannabis or, and CBD, you know, there's no related deaths uh, so far unless someone has a secondary aspect right so it's very safe it's very effective and so we want to get over the myth that people are worried about oh my god am i taking something that is uh, uh you know we were considered to be a worrisome that it was cannabis or or or, or just say no against drugs but again sixty-four thousand people died last year from prescription opioids and wonderful even uh musicians uh, that we all know and, and, and cherish for pain control they to take these things and they overdose very simply yeah. so no there's no respiratory depression uh that can occur with the use of cannabis or more importantly when we use CBD from hemp. So it's a great, great, natural, effective um, healing aspect. And so um, what we'll talk about when we come back from the the short break from our sponsors, please listen to them and please support them. They allow us to talk about these wonderful topics is that we want to talk about how did Riley Cote use CBD and and post and now where he's going in in the athletic world is why are athletes now more pro CBD and even musicians and famous politicians, we'll talk about them, how they are now interested in this wonderful healing plant. And we'll talk a little bit more about what is the endocannabinoid system and what exactly is CBD after the short messages. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally, it's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fiveta's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fiveta.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diets, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. You 
are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We're having a wonderful discussion here with uh, sports and the use with uh, uh, how do we use CBD and cannabis for healing, uh, particularly CBD from hemp that doesn't have the THC or the psychoactive components. We have a special guest today, Riley Cote, uh, former NHL hockey player. As you can see here, I'm in the hockey rink giving you all. Uh, who are seeing here on Facebook Live a good feel. Uh, we were uh, before the break. We were talking about how we're using it, uh, and I was kind of dispelling the myths of there's no danger with the CBD. But explain to us or, or give us a feel of how many uh, do you? I think it's underestimated how many athletes truly use uh, cannabis. And now that CBD uh, from hemp is available now almost in every single state. Um, what do you think? Do you think more people are using this now than they had before? And before, you know, when they're using cannabis, it's probably secretly. And now things are a little bit more in the open. Yeah, I think the, the number is significantly higher than I, you know, state publicly. I always say like at least 50%. I think it's, it's much higher now. I mean, I look back at when there was zero education on this. Right. And there was zero market for CBD and how many guys were consuming cannabis um, then. You know, in, in the business of sports, I mean, you're in the business of managing pain. You're in the business of managing anxiety. You're in the business of managing sleep. And that's the recovery process so you can get up the next morning and practice and do it all over again. So guys are always seeking ways to manage their pain um, outside of what, you know, the, the medical protocols are, whether it's from the team or from the medical establishment in general. So um, I think guys realize they've been fundamentally misled. And that's why they've always been seeking um, alternatives. And guys are, you know, run the risk of ruining their careers because they want to medicate sustainably. You know, they don't, they don't believe in this opioid model. I mean, it's, 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 it's a terrible, terrible destructive thing. And you see it over and over and over again and guys get swallowed up in this beast and then you mix in alcohol. And, and it's right. Just, the alcohol, the tobacco, and then the other prescription drugs that get passed all along. These or things, mixed all up there. Substances. I think right. again, the, the overall model of health right. is completely, completely ass backwards. I mean, this is, you, mean, you talk about a, a bad model. This is, this is not healthcare. This is in, in, inflicting addiction and, and right. disease. And I think, more, as we say, it's disease management rather than disease resolution. Everything we do promotes disease. And if you want to, you know, get, get back the nitty gritty of nutrition, I mean, you talk about uh, you know, schedule what substances that are or scheduled substances that are highly addictive. What about refined sugar? We talk about substance and addiction. I mean, we, right. I think we've kind of just like forgotten that we're, you know, we're human beings and we need to right. you know, live sustainably. But once you start inflicting addiction, you, you, you create public health issues. Right. And then now we're panicking. We got an opioid crisis. We got a, just an overall public health care crisis. We got obesity, cancer, diabetes, and we're just we're just consumers. We just more is more is more is more, and we've been fundamentally misled. And now we're you know guys are looking for solutions. We want sustainable solutions. We want to be told the truth. You know right. what I mean? And these, and these alternatives should be legal for all people to use. Not even just being legal as an alternative. For me, in, in the business of sports, you're protecting your investment. So you should be getting your players on sustainable forms of you know, managing pain and anxiety and sleep. Otherwise, you're going to have a bunch of athletes that are hooked on pills, right. you know, specifically, and an ambient, you see an ambient crisis. People struggle right. with 
basically, and, and the rest of it. You can throw all of them in there, really. I mean, but cannabis or hemp, um, you know, derived cannabinoids, non-psychoactive ones can replace all that. Right. And, 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 and I want to I kind of review real quick for the listeners is that we have an internal system called the endocannabinoid system. And these are receptors that are predominantly found in the brain. They call CB1 receptors and CB2 receptors, kind of also uh, more in the organs and the rest of the tissue in the body below the neck, although there's a mix of the two. And these are internal endogenous receptors where when we get the cannabis or the CBD from hemp, for example, it's like a lock and key mechanism. And one thing that's kind of coming out in the literature, and there's a lot of studies now that are happening, uh, uh, understanding these receptors. It's not a simple on and off switch. What, what it is, it's about upregulation and downregulation of a variety of factors. Um, and so it helps stimulate immune regulation. And that immune regulation provides an anti-inflammatory benefit. It also helps with healing and repair. So neurodegeneration and a traumatic brain injury. Later on, you know, we'll have, a, I think, a former member of the NFL, uh, Marvin Washington, I believe, part of your organization, Athletes for Care, you know, on, on the show as well. So we're going to talk about traumatic brain injury. So a lot of people, you know, we are getting hit. We're all getting banged up. You know, when we move people to a plant-based diet, an anti-inflammatory diet, you know, everybody, again, remember, inflammationnation.com to learn more about an anti-inflammatory. We give things like Bosmeric SR for lowering the inflammation, which you, you've tried yourself. And, and uh, thank you very much for that as well. And, and, you know, and also using, you know, when you use the CBD from hemp, it has a synergistic benefit. We're looking at how can, as you mentioned before, sustainable, non-addictive, helps with lowering inflammation, helps with healing repaired damaged tissue. And so this is really key. Now, and keeping the brain clear and also for the gut, you know, we've got to think about the gut. I'm sure it's very difficult to play when your gut's all screwed up from traveling and eating strange foods in each different place. Uh, really, we've got to look at the entire system. Absolutely. I think, I think there's a, a really lack of focus on, on the gut specifically. And from what I understand, I think that's our main brain. I right. Think- brain feeds our actual brain, you know, brain up here. And, you know, you are what you eat is the oldest saying on the planet. But I mean, if you keep, you know, ingesting dead foods and processed foods and refined sugars and heavy metals and chemicals and stuff like that, I mean, you're, you're only feeding, you know, the body, the brain, um, just, 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 you know, a bunch of, a bunch of garbage and all those things promote inflammation. And, uh, you know, if you look at it from, like you said, like from an inf- inflammatory standpoint, especially as an athlete, but it doesn't really change from, uh, you know, the general population is all we're trying to do is manage inflammation, get the inflammation out. So it's a constant state of repair. And in the business of sports, I mean, you're now you're on the microscope of removing inflammation and managing pain and sleep. So you can actually perform at the highest elite level you possibly can the next day. Because once your performance drops, guess what? Someone takes your job. So, I mean, right. it's very, very nice. In the sports world, you know, we talk about inflammation and stuff because we talk right. about, I mean, guys, yeah, all I, kinds of anti-inflammatories, but they're all synthetic and they're all destructive right. to the liver. But if you can crank in, you know, the, to the, to the, the turmeric root and the black pepper right. and, the, right. and, the, and, the, and the cannabinoids derived from industrial hemp and all these good anti-inflammatories, I mean, that's the way we should be sustainably managing inflammation. I mean, right, because the way I look at it from a, from a physician standpoint, and we take care of a lot of athletes and, and, and professional performance uh, you know, sports people is that it, it's always about who can recover the fastest exactly. so that they can train more. And that's what makes them a better athlete. It's the downtime is what puts people behind because recovering from the injury or just the playing itself and the training itself is so intense. Right. So what, sort of, exactly. what sort of foods would you recommend then for athletes? Are you plant-based? 
I, I am mainly plant-based. I'll never claim to be a vegan or vegetarian. I think, uh, you know, sustainably farmed meats has its place, but I mean, I'll, I'll go, you know, two, three weeks without any sort of animal protein at all. I mean, I, I you know, as far as protein content uh, goes, I mean, I'm, I'm consuming a high percentage of my protein is, is digestible hemp seeds. Right. I don't even do the hemp, the hemp protein powder. I just go right to the hemp seed because of the digestible protein source. But, you know, the omega-3 fatty acid profile and just, the, you know, just the, just the overall the nutrient-dense food that it is. Um, but I mean, as far as, yeah, food goes, I'm getting back to the basics, more plant-based. I mean, I think right. you can substitute some of these refined carbohydrates and um, that, we, you know, that we consume mindlessly and some of these synthetic electrolyte drinks that are you know, made with basically tap water and, and high fructose corn syrup. I think we can replace the way we do hydration with actually some, you know, real nutrition, real electrolytes. I mean, I, I think the whole, I think we're, we're getting there, but even from when, like, when I played my first couple years pro, there was zero focus on nutrition. It was just basically calories in, calories out, focusing on macronutrients. I think now it's evolved and they're actually talking about you know, at a cellular level, you know what I mean? Actually nutrients and, you know what I mean? Every calorie should be nutrient rich versus just empty, you know, calorie, not empty carbohydrate. That's, you know, yeah, it can give you energy, but it's not sustainable energy. Just looking at everything more from a sustainable standpoint where you're, you're looking at this as a, yeah, it's a, it's a mini sprint right now. Yeah. Every day is a sprint, but it's like, you want to play for an extra five, 10 years. You don't want to be like me and retiring at the age of 28. Right. Um, because, you know, again, I wasn't sustainable the way I did most of, most of, you know, most of my behaviors weren't sustainable. I mean, the cannabis was great because I think it, you know, grounded me and helped me maybe not go down a deep, dark path. But, uh, I mean, there's certainly a lot of things I could have done um, a lot differently. And that's, you know, starting with alcohol. I mean, you talk about after games. Why are we going and drinking alcohol after games? You talk about like the, uh, most opposite of, the opposite of recovery, right? We're, we're trying to promote rest yeah. and relaxation and, and, and not dehydration. So, I mean, right. a lot of these different things that we've done over the years – because we're ingrained in this culture of, you know, play hard, party harder, and, you know what I mean, drink beer and wash, wash away the pain. Well, yeah, it's great in theory, except for what happens 10, 15 years down the road is you, 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 you have an addiction. Right. <laughs> it, it, it makes now, beer so. companies very successful. Exactly. I mean, financial you're profitable. You're now because it's the parties now, and you know, you're playing professional hockey, you got money, and blah, 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 and all this great stuff. But then once the game is over... And the, and the career is over. No one gives a crap about you, and, and you're on your on your own. And now you're stuck with you know physical ailments and, and treating uh, whatever whatever injuries you got. You're also dealing with mental health issues and addiction issues. Like you know, good luck getting out of that downward spiral. You know right. And you get out of the spotlight. No one's focusing on that. No one's following you. No one cares. You no are on your own. You've got to figure it out. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think with all these industries, not only just athletics, but Hollywood and, and, you know, and anything else like that, it's like, you know, they use you. And if, once you start to tarnish a little bit or you're no longer the, 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 the top of the game, someone else is there. They'll replace you. They, they trade people just like, you know, trading cards and, exactly. and, and, and stocks. They drop it if it loses the value. So, uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate because we want to look at, you know, how we can uh, improve people's health with using natural compounds. So, again, I want to reiterate with everybody. Everybody that you know, uh, a, a professional NHL uh, hockey player, you know, uses a plant-based diet predominantly. So we're looking at you know lowering the inflammation. He understands the microbiome, understanding protein, fiber, antioxidants, phytonutrients only coming from the plants, and that's, that's anti-inflammatory, as we talked about before. If those people who are new to the show, go back and listen to the anti-inflammatory diet, uh, plant-based diet episode uh, in the archives. And so, uh, tell us a little bit about your. Um, Hemp, Heal, Hemp for Heals uh, Foundation or, and also the Athletes for Care program. 
Yeah. So when I retired in 2010, I was, it was kind of, I kind of realized I was having an awakening um, and realizing that I needed to change a lot of things. And that was when I really started understanding the digestibility of the, the hemp seed protein and uh, again, the essential fatty acids and the, re- the trace minerals and the rest of it, the fiber, the whole bit. And I really started changing my approach on, on, uh, on protein. I was so obsessed with protein, but I was mindlessly consuming dead, you know, whey proteins, which is right. essentially pro-inflammatory you know, waste product. Exactly. Waste so product. I, I think it's the end product of the cheese industry that's grinded up into powder. And you talk about inflicting <laughs> inflammation. I think I really started realizing all that. There you so go. The nutritional profile of hemp seed, I started learning about the history of hemp and learning, you know, the, the, the value of the crop in its entirety, learning about other cannabinoids. And I just kind of had this like, you know, vision of, you know, hemp heals, like this is a healing plant, not even just for the physical body, but for the environment, for local economics. Um, so it really landed up being 2010, there was no legislation um, in the state of Pennsylvania or federally. So it was really a pipe dream of, you know, getting hemp, uh, you know, into the mainstream. So it was just, uh, we started off with... Uh, our main event, still our main fundraiser, is the Hemp Heels Festival. It's just a, um, we have a music festival every year. It's our seventh year we've been doing it now. And again, it's an education awareness and just kind of like, you know, showing the different faces of hemp and, and you know, whether it's a food product, whether it's a, a textile or a clothing article, uh, whether it's a body, body care, skin or hair care product, you know, with some hemp seed or CBD in it, depending on what it is. Um, so all first- the way through. So the whole bit. So just you know, it's the evolve, it morphed from that into you know, so we're still doing the festival, educational stuff, hempcrete workshops, you know, Wonderful. hemp paper making workshops, stuff like that. Just to again, just you know, change the way we view what cannabis. I mean, even it's a variety of cannabis. Hemp is a variety uh, right. of it. Um, just kind of showing you the face of of, of this uh, of, of this plant because we've been kind of fundamentally misled um, into not understanding. The whole plant, and most people don't realize that you know hemp is illegal because of um, marijuana, not the other way around. Right? THC molecule, even though it scares a lot of right. people, that's really not public enemy number one. It's just business on the other side of it is right. interfering with all you know, it is. pulp and paper, cotton industry, you know, synthetic fibers, like nylon. And- so, Riley, hold this stop because uh, after the short break, we want to get into a little bit of the history of of CBD and the, and cannabis and why it got mi- misaligned or malaligned. Sure. And then we will talk a little bit about Athletes for Care. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Hold on. Listen to the short messages from our sponsors. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. 
All right, we're back here uh, with Riley Cote, former NHL hockey player, uh, an advocate using um, CBD from industrial hemp and also occasionally cannabis for health and healing. Um, we want to talk a little bit about Athletes for Care. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with that organization. Yeah, so just with my passion of, you know, natural healing and, you know, alternative healing, you know, when I retired in 2010 and started the, the Hemp Heals Foundation, it really kind of trickled down into, you know, there's all kinds of different opportunities and people kind of, you know, you know uh, reaching out to me and, you know, with my background in sports, I've seen a ton of alumni guys banged up and, you know, again, they're pill poppers or they're, or they're heavy drinkers and they're trying to manage their pain and stress and anxiety, you know, unsustainably in a really destructive manner. I've seen all these things happen and I realized I understood cannabis enough. I understood, you know, the cannabinoids and, and the terpene profiles of, uh, of these of these plants. And, um, you know, I, I really wanted to make a difference where I, I think normalizing, legitimizing cannabis and industrial hemp derived cannabinoids through sports I think we all have our duty as, you know, as athletes and people on, on, on this planet to use your platform, you know, to, to do, cha- you know, make positive change. And I think, you know, joining forces with other athletes, we had, you know, like doing a tour of speaking on panels at different cannabis conferences, talking to different athletes, with a lot of the same experiences, how they use cannabis, how they use these different cannabinoids now currently. And we just kind of, you know, came together as, you know, five, four or five of us that, said, why don't we just make an organization revolving around being a resource to help guys, uh, current players, but really focusing on the guys transitioning out of sports and, and the retired athletes, the guys that, are, um, that retired because they had a, you know, an acute injury that they, um, had, to, they had to retire because and then they're stuck with this injury and they're, they're stuck with this uh, addiction that they developed because they managed their, you know, their, their surgeries um, with opioids or whatnot. A lot of these guys have identity crisis and, uh, and purpose issues because, again, ego has been involved their whole life and they've been, uh, you know, known for their hockey abilities or what they, whatever, they, whatever sport they play. And everyone knows who they are and all of a sudden, you know, it, it, just like that, like, everyone forgets about you. It's, the, it's the, young, the young bucks that are coming in. No one cares about you. And now you're left with no identity because your identity has been your job as right. a hockey player, their mind is like a, as a fighter within the hockey game. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's gone. And now what you're stuck with a, a physical body that's broken down, generally mental health and spiritual, um, you know, ailments. And, um, and, and you're stuck with these unsustainable, um, tools in your right. toolbox. You know what I mean? And so for us, it was just like, we got to promote this cannabis, like heavy, heavy, heavy and, and cannabinoids from, you know, industrial hemp more of a nutraceutical standpoint, Right. All preventative. You know, we're really focusing and hit this on the head as far as preventative measures, preventative medicine, preventative, you know, prevention of uh, of injury. Um, and I see, and I've seen that in the athletes for care. There's a large number of professional athletes. Do Do you mind giving a shout out or naming some of them uh, to for the listeners to know, like the variety? Because what I've seen is just a variety of sports from basketball, football, volleyball, yeah. surfing. I mean, you name it. Uh, so it's not just a you know one type of of player. No, it's, it's been really contagious too. I mean, once we kind of put ourselves out there and got kind of on the circuit of speaking publicly on this, it's just like athletes are kind of, you know, uh, reaching out to us and want to be involved because they see the unique opportunity here to, again, uh, speak on behalf of cannabis and, and cannabinoids right from industrial hemp very, very positively. Um, so we've got guys from, you know, from, from hockey, obviously, but all the way to UFC fighters like uh, Frank Shamrock and Boss Rutten to you know, former football players, Jake Plummer, Eugene Monroe, Evan Britton, um, Jim McMahon, you know, we trickle into all our sports, um, you know, basketball. We got uh, Floyd 
Landis, who's on the circuit for um, the Tour de France. I think he won it the one time. Um, wow. but all guys that um, have use, uh, experience using whether it's resinous cannabis while they're right. playing or or on the back end of it when they're retiring and or the CBD um, side of things. So all these guys have similar type experiences. We want to get those stories out to the general public and, and, and collectively because, I mean, it's, uh, um, I think a lot of people have lost faith in the medical establishment. I think people have realized that we've been misled. And, um, you know, I think um, a lot of these athletes can speak from experience. I know it's all anecdotal. Um, it means nothing in the science world, but, you know, people like you and people that understand the science behind it, we need to, you know, join forces with. Right. Everybody. You know, and one of the things that, you know, on the science part, there, there's a lot of studies that are coming out because this is a hot topic. It's a hot field of research, although it was illegal for even studying the plant, the cannabis plant. That's why there's a delay in the research behind the use. Okay. But now at least we have an animal studies and actually in, in certain patient studies, we have benefits with acne. We have benefits with uh, heart disease studies. We have patient, uh, benefits with diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, colitis. So everybody has gut issues. Remember CB2 receptors are in the tight junctions in the GI tract. So, you know, CBD from industrial hemp or CBD, like the five eater product that we use, is a great kind of thing to take when it helps with calming, the lowering the, the, the leaky gut and helps with healing and restoring that. You know, PTSD for anybody that has PTSD, almost anybody that serves in the military, unfortunately, uh, uh, can have that uh, coming back from uh, a war. And, you know, traumatic brain injury, seizures, uh, MS, multiple sclerosis. Great, great research on the last three. And for those who've never heard or are new to cannabis, you can actually look at CNN had a, uh, a three-part series called Weed, Weed 1, Weed 2, Weed 3 with Sanjay Gupta. It's a good place to start off understanding the misunderstanding of cannabis and cannabis use and how it's moving now towards more legalization in multiple states and more actually pushing into the research. Showing how much this is changing, just this week, I don't know if you heard, but John Boehner, you know, the former Speaker of the House, extreme conservative, joined, uh, joined the advisory panel for one of the largest cannabis companies in, in, in the country. Last so person I ever thought would get involved in that. That is right. Crazy. He swore about he it. Started he started doing math, right? He started doing math. And math. And, you know, everybody, everybody's going to have a family member, a child, a grandparent, or themselves that eventually will have one of those conditions that I mentioned, unfortunately. And what can we do to help heal them and get them to go back to stimulate their innate ability to heal. This is what the cannabis CBD does. Remember, CBD is a variety. There's a, there's a vital substance for our body. We, right. we need them in our body. Right. There's, a, there's hundreds of compounds of CBD. So it's not just one single compound. And uh, you don't need the THC aspect. THC can be used for uh, nausea and chemotherapy, uh, um, extreme pain, insomnia. It also can help with stimulating appetite. So for those issues, you know, the cannabis used directly from the plant itself or from the medical cannabis dispensaries can be very helpful for cancer patients or patients with specific conditions. But there's a shift now we're moving to using the CBD, the cannabidiols from industrial hemp for the wellness aspect that, you know, to help with anxiety, insomnia, again, the ambient epidemics, the, the you know, SSRI epidemics, it's like the ADHD epidemics. The idea is like, how can we give something that is generally safe and effective and people can, you know, always start low, go slow, and then slowly titrate up. We use sublingual tinctures and that's one form. But I know like even with Fiveita, uh, that company, people go to Fiveita.com, um, you can learn that they'll actually, we're actually in process of looking at developing 
developing wellness products like like our organic teas with all the natural electrolytes. So we're not using the fluorescent colors. We're not using the toxic uh, uh, artificial sweeteners and uh, GMO ingredients. So these are things that you know sports player, wellness people working out can use. Vitamin shots. All these things will be coming in the future because this is the, the you know be, being preventative is key. Yep. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's a huge, huge market. Um, for these products. And I think the biggest thing is, and I, and I am for the THC molecule. I think there's a place for it. There's a place the, for it, absolutely. In the medical realm. And I also think there's a place for it in the spiritual realm. But, um, you know, in the sports in the sports market and just in the, in the everyday um, wellness and preventative market, I think, um, you know, cannabinoids should be consumed daily. I mean, I think this is something like much like a, you know, the model of a, a daily vitamin. I think it's like really, you know, really a daily, daily or multiple times a day getting into cannabinoids um, into your body. I think once we start yeah. looking at it that way and consuming these products on a daily basis and, and really looking at it as a wellness tool, I think, mm-hmm. again, this market of we don't have to get that sick to right. go to define the silver bullet and magical right. bullet type of thing. And I mean, I think we're just, we're, we're looking, we're looking for a solution, um, a simple solution is what we're doing. You know what I mean? It's, instead of like, we're waiting for pharma to come up with this magical blue pill that's going to cure us of our cancer. Right. Right. We're, not, so we're looking and taking that direction over to medical cannabis, which I'm not sure that's the right approach to it. I think we need to prevent these things from happening on the front end of it, using right. things as preventative, you know, as prevent, preventative, preventatives, and managing our stressors the right way, managing our anxieties the right way, and managing our sleep. So the trickle-down effect on the back end is we don't get so sick where we're, all, we're just all unbalanced and just all over the place. Or, right, you know. and, the, and the key is really, again, going towards lifestyle changes, you know, dietary lifestyle changes, you know, anti-inflammatory, plant-based diet, stress reduction, using Bosmeric SR. One of the things that we recommend with all our patients is to help keep their immune system up, right? So getting sunshine or taking a little bit of vitamin D, uh, taking Glucan 300, those people who understand that Glucan 300 is the strongest, most natural uh, and clinically tested. Now we have four uh, comparative studies comparing to all the glucans on the market. It's still the strongest, most effective in vitro and vivo studies showing the effectiveness of keeping the immune system strong. And now adding CBD from industrial hemp, this is another thing that we can do daily. It's just like making your breakfast, making a smoothie. You know, every time you learn a new ingredient that has more nutrition, you know, nutraceutical aspects to that, it's like, why not make your food the medicine rather than taking medicines, right? Yeah. And, what, a, what a noble concept. Right, right. Yeah. And that's why we're having this food is medicine retreat, everybody. Yeah, I mean, Watson, that, he said that like 3,000 years ago, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> we're, we're trying to reinvent the wheel with, uh, with business, right? Right, business. right, right. And, and, you know, also, uh, Maureen, you can talk about that, uh, you know, the hemp also has a fabric part. There's a, there's a quality of, uh, of industrial hemp in an industrial standpoint. Yeah, and, you know, Going beyond, I think it's very important to make sure that we are using sustainable, organic, no pesticides, you know, pesticide-free products. So when you talk about industrial hemp, it's kind of an interesting word because it kind of conjures up um, an idea that, you know, that it's just grown it mass produced everywhere but i think it's really important that we talk about uh sustainable agriculture and um you know making sure that it's organic and we're not using pesticides because who wants to consume hemp or 
you know, that's been sprayed. Yeah, there's a lot of pro- problems right now with, with the legalization and the general cannabis use in the recreational markets uh, in Colorado and other states where they're growing more than they can dispense and use. And so therefore, people are, as a cash crop, they're using herbicides, pesticides, Roundup type of products, uh, and that's toxic. So we want to look at, you know, when we look at products like Fivita or other companies, you always want to look at the certificate of analysis. We want to look at pesticide, herbicide free. We want to look at, you know, mold and contaminant free. And you want to look at terp profiles. And so after the short break, we're going to talk about a little bit about the terpene contents, what is terpenes, and also other aspects of what we can use uh, CBD for, not only for health and healing, but also for wearing wonderful clothes. We'll be right back after the short break. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diets, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. All right, we're back here again talking about CBD, cannab- uh, cannabinoids, uh from the industrial hemp plant or the, the cannabis plant itself. Uh, one part, important part of CBD is what we call terpenes. And terpenes are these smaller compounds. And like when you think of like lemon, there's something called limonene in certain fruits or black pepper. There's all these little compounds that make those food ingredients kind of more special, more active, uh, more therapeutic. And the CBD... ingredients we use in essential oils. Right. Absolutely. Essential oils. Got my lavender right here. There you go. So so when you look at these terpene compounds, what you want to make sure that when you get a CBD product is that you want to ask for a certificate of analysis because a lot of companies will say, hey, we're from, we're from seed to shelf and they'll talk about terpenes. But actually, when you look at the certificate of analysis, there's zero terpenes in there. And so we want to look at you know companies like 5E and other companies that actually provide a full spectrum extract, which we're looking at. And we're not mixing it with other chemicals or other type of additives. It's just the, the CBD extracted correctly uh, in a proprietary manner and also adding some base hemp oil to that. So the, as before we uh, the last break, we were talking about other uses of hemp and you were showing a shirt and Maureen, you can also talk about other things about how CBD can be used or I mean hemp can be used. Well, hemp clothing is very comfortable. So uh, Riley was showing his hemp shirt, which is... Antibacterial and antimicrobial. 
Wow. So he's, so everybody at home, you're listening. He's wearing a Jersey shirt. It says uh, Philadelphia. Pennsylvania hemp project. It was just like hemp project. It's, it's like a great Jersey. And so, you know, we, we see handbags, we see clothing wear, like yoga, wear, sports wear. Um, you know, you know, traditionally Bibles were made. Owls. Hey, maybe maybe we can get uh, sports teams to start using hemp for their uniforms. That's exactly. It. I think that's that, that's ultimately the model. I think the underwear market's already tapped into. Right. Um, yeah. Hemp again, the antimicrobial properties. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, MRSA and staph infection stuff like that. So really removing that uh, with those types of uh, fibers is, is huge. But and uh, I like I like the feel of of the hemp clothing. Yeah. It's just it it's really super is, yeah. soft. It's like a it's organic and soft. soft. It's like a thread count that you love to sleep in. You sure. know. You kind of you kind of mentioned it earlier, um, as far as you know the the environment and and, and growing hemp for more of a sustainable way of doing agriculture. But if you know, when I got into hemp heels, I looked at it like more as a as a global type of thing. It's like it starts with our environment. So if we start with a poor environment and and toxins and chemicals and pesticides and all these different things that we're you know bombarding our bodies and immune systems with right off the bat, well, we're going to get sick. We've been poisoned in a sense, right? So if we started our industry from say with hemp or, or sustainable resources like wind, solar, you know, all these free resources, um, essentially like that, that to me is progressive industry because we're not, we haven't sacrificed human health, environmental health, uh, animal health, and you know, the general well-being of our planet. Right. We, you know, exploited these resources mm-hmm. to uh, create these industries we can create with sustainable right. resources like hemp. You know what I mean? And so, I, and I, and- and hemp is a transformational plant, right? It can it can absorb the toxins and transform Exactly. I mean, exactly. It. I mean, they're growing in Chernobyl um, right. to grow the contaminants. We actually had a pilot program last year through the university. We grew in an old zinc mine, phytoremediation, trying to grow the contaminants out of the soil. So, um, See, so, these, so everybody, there's so many uses of this plant. And, you know, what we're talking about before is that, you know, uh, legalizing the, the growing of hemp, which will happen over time, certain states like Kentucky, you know, I think certain states are right now approving actually the growth of it. Then it moves our traditional American farmers to farm sustainably. So they're not using chemicals. They're not using pesticides. They're not growing tobacco, which kills 480,000 people a year. Uh, you know, they're using a crop now that can feed other industries, textiles, uh, you know, clothing, uh, food, uh, supplements. Uh, so it's, it's a crop that brings back their, their traditional practice of farming. So let's, let's help the farmers by uh, helping move, you know, talk to your congressman, talk to your senator, push the legislation in growing more industrial hemp because it, there's a variety of things. And I think politically why it's so dangerous because it does take away from alcohol sales, tobacco sales, pharmaceutical sales, you know, synthetic industry, oil industry, petroleum product sales. Sure. And this is something that, you know, we need to just get away from that. We need to look at sustainable from all aspects of health, as you mentioned before. And right I agree. And that's the way healthcare will kind of take care of itself is if you prevent the disease before it's happened, if you, if you create this, this artificial environment of toxicity and, and a really a, a artificial diet, the American standard diet is artificial. Um, we're, we're, poisoned. we're poisoned. I mean, it's, right. that, that's what's happened here. It's your, bo- your body can only um, get out so much toxins. You know what I mean? You can, you can only sweat out and, and urinate and, and wherever, expose of all, so and so much toxins. Otherwise, it's built up in you. Right. And then you I mean, it just manifests itself differently. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we're self-polluting. So getting back to the, the root cause of why we're so sick is, is we need to 
we need to do industry in a sustainable way so we don't have to sacrifice public health, you know, to provide jobs. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we can, we can bring clean coal, you know, back, <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. <laughs> we can take those exact, you know, uh, ideas and, and implement that and create jobs with the sustainable. Right. You know what I mean? So we can create yeah. jobs with anything. You know what I mean? You can package garbage, you know what I mean, and, and feces right. into, into bags and create jobs that way. But is that, is that, you know, is that, does that make any sense at all? Why don't we right. do it the right way the first time, eliminate this, uh, you know, this toxic environment, and then we don't get as sick. Right. Um, but I understand the business model is set up this way. Politics is politics for good right. reason because they're protecting right. Their, their interests. And I would say to anybody who's listening that has a child that's playing sports or they're actually in the yeah. sports itself, they really need to take a look at this. You got to clean up your diet, got to clean up the environment and take things like this, like the Bosmeric, the, the CBD, or, you know, I like the Fivita brand. That's what we use. Um, you know, you know, taking, you know, Glucan 300. And there's something that we didn't talk about here, uh, Riley, but on, on a previous episode, we were talking about a, a, a unique ingredient is called Pure Black. It's a lot Live, um, resin. It's uh, a Shilajit product. And actually, it's great because when people actually take medical cannabis and they actually have too much, so they said so sometimes when they go to the dispensary or they're using recreationally, they get too high or it's too strong of a strain. Uh, the, the pure black is a great, almost like an antidote. It helps actually bring people back down. And so we'll talk about that again. But those people who, are, who have forgotten about that, go back and listen to the pure black, the Shilajit uh, episode, because that's something that if you are a cannabis user or you're afraid, if I even go take something that I might have a problem, this is something to have along to help counteract some of those side effects, as long as anti-inflammatory effects, immunological effects, and helps with tissue repair and healing. Mm -hmm. So what a great topic this has been. I think everybody should go home and, and think right now, do I know someone that is playing sports that's get injured, get them off the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, no more ibuprofen, no more uh, Motrin or Advil, no, no, no more Celebrex, get off the alcohol, get off the anxiety drugs, get off the sleeping pills, look yep. at changing your diet. You know, Riley here is a great example. He's been through it, you know, from ground up four years old, going all the way to professional league, now in retirement, helping other athletes, helping young athletes, helping the youth, helping the industry of growing uh, industrial hemp. Uh, That's what we need to do is we need to look to our youth. We need to start with good, balanced diets, stop eating pizza and hamburgers and drinking beer after high school games. And, you know, we were, do you have any advice for uh, mothers out there for, you know, who are raising young athletes? Uh, absolutely. Is is first of all get get educated on all this stuff, understanding the brain injury and all that stuff. But um, but also understanding that you know that your kids will eat what you provide for them. You know whatever you have in the house, they will eat. So I mean, um, if you if you start having a ton of fresh fruit around and cutting it up and having it available all the time, melon, whatever it is, pineapple, all the other fruit, um, vegetables, the whole bit, whatever is around that they will eat. So you know, stocking, stockpiling your house with you know nutritious. Uh, whole foods, you know, to me is like the best thing you can do because you, you lead by example. I mean, they're not right. going like you, you have to lead. By, you have to lead by example. And we're running out of time, but it's been a great show. Thank you for joining us, Riley. I want to remind everybody that if you go to fiveita.com, if you go to sanjevanystore.com or cbdproducts.org, you enter the promo code PI PAI, and you'll get a discount for listening on the show. Uh, also, go to sanjevany.net and please take a look at the program itinerary and join us in Curacao 
the wonderful Wellness Island, August 5th through the 11th. And again, everybody, CBD, Riley Coates, go look at athletesforcare.org and also hemphealfoundation.com to learn more about the wonderful work that he has done and wonderful athletes are helping in their communities and the youth of today. So until then, until next time, everybody, thank you very much for joining us here on Take Back Your Health and Best of Health. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Now? 